everyone. Welcome to the Forward Thinking Podcast. Chrissy and Charlie here from CO2. And today we have another new episode of Mops in 10. Today we're talking about why Mops has an outcome problem. Do you think it's just Mops or RevOps, everyone? We're speaking to all of you, I think. Um, any operations team, but mainly focus here on Mops. Um, and I think that's an important point there because I think it is operations teams. Operations teams. It's not like demand gen because they are heavily focused on outcomes, like actual developing pipeline and stuff like that. It's yeah. the teams that are slightly removed from the obvious business outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess to start, why, you know, what's causing the problem? What is an outcome problem? Like, what does that mean? I think it's tough for people in operations, whatever your operations team is to really get divorced from thinking in a project mindset versus, you know, this outcome driven mindset. So the project mindset is that my job is to work on projects, deliver them efficiently, create, you know, implement tech, fix data, deliver these components into my technology stack and that is my job and that is great and i'm going to do that really efficiently i'm going to measure like maybe how many projects i can do i'm going to measure like how efficient my team is working but like really what a business needs is true business outcomes Mm -hmm. so when you are stuck in that mindset where like you're just focusing on delivering projects really well yes you're delivering projects really well But what you're not doing is demonstrating your value to the business. And then if you, and then the issues with not, not demonstrating your value to the business is that the business might not value you as much. You might not get the resources. You might not get the seat at the table, all of that kind of stuff. So, and then you're just setting the expectation of like, we're just a team that gets a lot of things done. It doesn't mean that it's like valuable things. And I think in a world where mops feels overworked and burnout, do we w- really want to just be known for doing more and more and more? Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's very much that kind of tactical mindset versus a strategic mindset. Yeah. Um, so, so where we have this outcome problem is that, like I mentioned at the beginning, for demand gen, for sales, for, you know, whoever, there's more, fo- more like on that front line with revenue they're able to show or they're focused on revenue. It's, it's obvious, right? We're developed, we're, I'm a salesperson, I'm driving revenue for the business. I'm a marketing person, I'm driving pipeline and revenue for the business. It's an easy metric to get behind and everything you're doing is kind of like filtered through that lens and you're focused on that. Whereas for marketing ops, I think we really struggle to be able to tie ourselves to things like that. Yeah. But you have to just get a little bit more creative and really think about, what have I got on my roadmap and what, how does that align to a true business outcome? And what you might find is that some things don't and therefore you should deprioritize that on your roadmap. And you might find that some things do and you just need to document how that's going to impact and then figure out how to measure that. Yeah. Because you don't want to just be like, oh, I developed this thing and we drove more revenue. You want to be able to say, I built this and it drove this much revenue or this improvement in the conversion rate or you know this improvement in the customer experience which led to x if you're able to show that and and demonstrate that to the business and show the marketing is doing that it's going to make things a lot easier when it comes to getting more resources 
Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think also we, we, we've done a past mops in 10 where we talked about team coalitions. We talked about them working toward a common goal and really a big part of that was outcomes. Like for each of our projects we're working on, that outcome is going to line up to our common goal or, and we're going to measure that in the KPI. So I think, uh, and I hear it from, from clients. Oh, we want to do this like really important project. So I'll give an example. I have a client who's, uh, they're starting a uh, data pipeline in enrichment. They want to clean up their data and then they want to do enrichment. And then they said, well, I, I just don't understand how we can tie that back to our business objectives or to our goals. And I'm like, well, I think you just need to th- think a little bit outside the box. And, and the funny thing is that same client, you know, our team's uh, helping them with uh, redoing kind of the scoring model. We met the data science team after that. And they're saying, we don't have, you know, it's, we're not able to deliver any insights based on industry because we're lacking industry. And the whole goal of the marketing team right now is how can they increase their conversion rate from MQL to SQL? And part of that is how can we improve our scoring model? But then we can't figure out how to improve our scoring model because we lack data. And then that just brought me to me. Okay, there you go. Look, improving data, you know, enrichment, that's going to help you with your goal to in, increase MQL to SQL because your lead scoring models can be better because you have the right data. So it just takes like looking at, you know, what are all of the things, uh, you know, what are all the other things that could be impacted? What are the important processes? How does that line up to our business goals? Like, like you said, you kind of need to be a bit more creative and think outside the box. And it's very likely that if, if it comes up as a big project to work on, there was a reason and it probably will line up to a business objective. Totally. Yeah. And I think the, the missing piece often is just documenting what that measure is going to be and then actually measuring it, yeah. <laughs> you know? So like in your example, you're trying to, they're trying to improve MQL to SQL. And I mean, I mean, they're, I'm, I'm sure this is, we're going to probably help them to actually measure this outcome but maybe in a different company like you help do some data thing data project and maybe it led to an increase in conversion rates but you never stated before you know this is the new feature or new initiative i'm working on you know my hypothesis is that this is going to actually improve conversion rates Mm -hmm. and i'm then measuring it before and after like trying to control for other variables and therefore i see that this actually did increase so business look I increased basically SDR efficiency. I probably improved SDR happiness because they're getting better leads, which could probably improve SDR retention. Mm-hmm. Is it going to improve pipeline generation? It's going to improve revenue. So being able to tie yourself back to all of that and then document that and then communicate it. Be like, okay, well, Martin Epstein, we did this, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and I interviewed the SDRs afterwards and they told me they're em- enjoying their job better because mm-hmm. of this, you know? Yeah. Like really take that extra step to figure out what you what you're the impact of what you're doing and the outcomes, and then you know shout it from the rooftops. You know, a lot of most people like to sometimes be behind the scenes, but that's just doing yourself a disservice, right? If you're not really showing people the impact that that is coming out of your work. And I think part of it too is is that mentality of just getting a lot of work done. Like you don't go back and actually treat something as big as it should be. So it's something as simple as like a nurture build. Well, you could take that simple project and say, okay, well, actually we're going to figure out the best way to make this nurture from like the strategy to how it's executed and, um, 
you know, the delivery, like what stages we're going to include stuff like that. There's so many things after that nurture that you can do as far as like surveying your internal customers. Okay. And demand gen, how, how much easier was it to actually add new content to this nurture? Because we created a great template for that, for the email program. How, you know, what was that improvement for the SDR team that now like there, there's more coverage to actually like better nurture um, their prospects and like, you know, um, be, uh, before they even hit them. And it's, it's more tied to their persona. You, there's just a, a lot more that you can do, um, when, and then also obviously there's email, right? Like you wait a certain period of time and you can compare, okay, how does this compare to our previous nurture? How well are the emails performing? How much better from the previous ones? And you can actually say that you boost engagement and even going in with that goal of like, what percentage do we think we're going to do that is, is like an outcome that you can at least track toward, but it takes that time to look backward. You know, you're, you might even wait a few, have to wait a few months and say, Hey, we're going to come back to this. And then we're going to iterate on it too. And I think that that's also, um, you know, a common thing that we talk about, but when you get into this mentality as well, it's not just like getting that project done. It's also then reviewing it, looking at the details and and then iterating that might be in the next phases to make that even better. And that's a new thing that you're working on. Totally. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's helpful to give um examples so that that i like i like that one and then just a few more examples of maybe some metrics and measures that you can measure yourself on like common projects that come up so one is speed to lead Mm -hmm. so if you've ever worked on i'm sure you will have like projects around you know order of operations like lead process routing you know um tools like implementing tools like chili piper meeting booking tools if you're able to demonstrate like you did this work and the speed to lead actually went down from you know salesperson following up went down from a 24 hours to 10 minutes and then see how conversion rates were impacted and then the conversion rates on those that did get followed up really quickly they ended up with this much pipeline if you're able to show that data to someone they're going to be impressed they're going to be yeah. that's going to be great another one is analytics if you're working on a lot of analytics projects really take the time to figure out how am i going to measure people actually using this data like if you have a bi tool you can mm-hmm. see views on on um, different dashboards, even in Salesforce, like go back and check like how often it, it's refreshed. <laughs> you know, you, sometimes you create a dashboard and you go back and it's, it hasn't been refreshed for you know, two months or something. Um, and then go interview the stakeholders that you created it for and say, did you make decisions from this? You know, try and find some quantitative and qualitative data back from that, from those people to then be able to feed that information back to the wider team and say, okay, I, I created this dashboard. This team's been using it. They, I, I can tell that their confidence in their decision-making went from like a three to a 10. Therefore, that is a business outcome, right? So again, just some examples of trying to really think about how to tie yourself to a measurable outcome, actually go back, like Chrissy said, to measure it and then tell people about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? tell Super people important. about it is like one of the most, most important things that people miss. So definitely do that, whether it's on like a, a page in your internet or a newsletter you send out to marketing or beyond that, but, you know, summarize all of those and how you're making those impacts. And it just further proves your value. Um, cool. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Mops in 10. Just keep thinking about those outcomes. <laughs> um, we'll see you next time.